Well, welcome everybody to the Be Real, Get Real podcast brought to you by Women's Prosperity Network. I am your host, Nancy Matthews, and I'm one of the founders of Women's Prosperity Network. And we put this uh, podcast together with the purpose and intention of bringing you some real women who've been through real life and have found ways to come through it, to come through it stronger, better, and more enhanced, uh, and in a place of service. And my guest today, Regina Rosa Celeste, also known as Regina Ozaransky, is with us today. We're gonna be having a conversation about how she has turned some messes into successes. Welcome, my friend. Hi, Nancy. I'm so happy to be here. And I, I really feel like it's just, it's a conversation and it is with a friend and with so many. And I'm so grateful that I'm in a place that I can talk about my story, my many stories with confidence mm -hmm. and with, with service, like you said, because I, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And we don't always know why when we're going through it, but if we can see the, the value of sticking you know, the stick to itness, right? That I've heard you say before. Yeah, yeah. I like that saying because it, it just reminds me how important it is to to trust. Well, and you know, as you as you're sharing that, and I'm I'll share a little bit about your background with our audience in just a moment, but as as you're sharing that, I think that you know, stick to itness is great, but when the crap is hitting the fan, you don't feel like it. <laughs> right. So, so the key is, um, how do we prepare ourselves for the stuff that's going to come? Because it is like, none of us are exempt from yucky stuff happening. None of us. And you've been through quite a bit and uh, I'm excited about you sharing with our listeners a little bit about your background. So let me share your, um, tidbits of the awesomeness that is Regina. So she is an international speaker, published author, and recovering perfectionist. You tell me too. <laughs> she specializes in teaching the skills of world peace. She works with conscious men and women to create inner peace, in turn changing the world and how the world experiences peace. She knows that teaching people the tools of inner peace creates the world impact, creates world impact and believes that each person is responsible for their own happiness. By creating more inner peace, there's more abundance in the world, more wealth available, and opportunities to create greater health and deeper connection to everyone's individual life mission and purpose, which creates more sustainable inner peace, creativity, you know, for the collective. So I love your mission. I love what you're up to. It's no surprise we're great friends. <laughs> there's such alignment in all of that um and so share with our listeners you know how do you turn messes into successes because it sounds like you know taking a pile of garbage and reformulating it or something yeah it's um it's a lot of surrender and turning over as i say like turning over that pile of crap <laughs> into a work of art mm -hmm. and you know i'm like the the visual that i'm getting and it's interesting because i get these daily meditations and messages right now i'm subscribed to a couple different things and one of the messages today 
was about Michelangelo and how he would chip away and create these amazing work of arts. And I think what happens in life is so many of us, myself included, we, we come thinking, you know, success is something that not necessarily that it's supposed to come easy, but that it's like a straight line mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's anything but a straight line. Like there's twists and turns and jagged edges and it's our job to smooth out those edges and more importantly, release, I believe what isn't our best, uh, like the, in order to be the best version of ourselves, it's allowing our best self to shine forward and come through. Mm -hmm. And that only happens just like an onion by peeling the layers off of what isn't. And, um, you know, when I think about like pearls in the sea, right? Like they come from, they come, they don't come as pearls. No. They come in the form of something else. Yeah, diamonds don't start off as diamonds and butterflies don't start off as butterflies and all of those things, right? It is, is all yeah. part of it. Um, so if, if you would, share a little bit about the last couple of years for you have been wrought with ups and downs and highs and lows. And, and the woman that I see before me today doing this interview is actually for me the same woman I saw a few years ago and the diamond was always there and you found a way my friend to come out and shine to peel away those layers so share a little bit about what you've been through and how you got to, to where you are today thank you you're welcome um well, I think the the most important is that it was more than once, actually twice in my life, and this was in the last within the last six years, I hit rock bottom, like literally. I had what a lot of people would say was great life. I had friends, I had family, I had money in the bank, I had in in my perspective things that I should have been happy with. Right. And it looked real good on the outside. You yeah, know? like nobody knew. Yeah, nobody knew what I was feeling and I was suffering. And I, um, like everybody, I've done things that I regret, right? And things that I thought, and that I think now, oh, I could have done that different, right? And I realize now being who I am, I don't regret those things because that's who I was at that time in my life. And that's what I needed to do to learn the lessons. So... Now I'm learning, you know, after going through two very deep depressions and hitting literally not just rock bottom, but like there was a time not so long ago where I just wanted to end it all. And I thought life was too hard and I'm not cut out for this, <laughs> this thing called life. And, um, and I just, I want to just hide. And I did for a little while and I, I moved away and I went on what I call a vision quest and I had like my eat, pray, love phase. And um, came back to Florida and found myself going through a second round, so to speak, of depression and anxiety. And I reached out to really close friends like you and a couple other friends that literally peeled me up off the ground, energetically and emotionally. And, um, and it was interesting because while that was happen happening, both my parents, who I'm very close to, were both ill. 
my mom was diagnosed with cancer the second time and my dad they found a tumor in his brain like when the all when that was happening for you and and i knew what was going on for you emotionally as well you know inside of yourself and then you get oh my mom's got cancer and oh okay so let me get through this oh my dad's got a brain to like don't you just sometimes you know want to go really come on <laughs> yeah yeah like that saying you know um god only gives you what you can handle i was like listen buddy like i i appreciate the offer but that's enough <laughs> like stop <laughs> you know like i'm not interested in any more lessons knock it off my mother was so funny it's so funny you say that because um my mother would say you know god doesn't give you more than you can handle right and she, and then she would go but do you have to trust me so much really come on right <laughs> Exactly. Don't give me so much credit, God. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and then here you are. Here you are. So one of the things that you said is that you had friends, um, you know, and mentors and supporters that helped lift you off the ground. And my question is, from my experience, what and the little bit of depression that I've had, were, and also the many clients that I've supported moving through it, when you're feeling depressed you hide like you said and it's you could keep up the appearances that everything looks good on the outside and i think may is mental health month so i'm glad we're having this conversation now um you're you may not want to reach out so how is it that you had friends that could see behind the wall and knew that you needed help because that's really an important piece yeah, it's huge. Um, I think, you know, it's interesting because I, Pat Rogers, I don't know if she knows this, but the day that I spoke, it was May 19th and two days before her event. Uh, so I was scheduled to speak at her event, which I did. And two days before her event, I remember laying in bed and looking up at the ceiling and I was going to call her and tell her I can't do it. And here I was having this big dream of speaking one day and I was in bed looking up at the wall, knowing I'm supposed to speak in two days. And I was about to back out of it. And that was my pattern was backing out of stepping into my next level. And so I asked myself as I was looking up at the ceiling, I can't do this by myself. I need help. Mm. And I said how, and I remember asking myself and having this like dialogue with with spirit and saying how long the, the voice wasn't mine. It was like a softer voice. I mean, it, I guess it was, yeah, it was my higher self asking me, how long do you want to suffer? Mm. And in that moment, I remember saying, I need help. And I slowly started, like I had already started talking to a friend about coaching and she had a similar experience and, and her friend, which is crazy her friend actually took her own life. And so she knew how serious this was and how close to home it was. And I knew that at that time in life, she was gonna be the first step I needed to take. And then the next step was telling someone else. And then the next step, and then at one point I reached up to you and I shared with you. And so it was like each little stepping stone got me closer to talking about it but it was scary. I mean, I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of the stigma. You know, what were people going to say? People were going to think that I was nuts for, you know, oh, just 
let it go. It's in your head. Yeah, it's a, it's in a person's head. It's a dysfunction of their thinking. And it's something that can be corrected. And for me, my, my choice was not to take medicine. And I probably struggled much longer than I needed to. Mm-hmm. But when I got to the point where I said, I will do whatever it takes, if it includes even taking medicine, I'll do it. And that's when it changed for me because I was at a place where I said, I, this isn't for me to control and dictate, like trying to manipulate. Well, I don't want to do it if I have to take medication. Well, if that's the choice of me living right. my life or not, <laughs> I need to take medication, yeah. you know? Right. So, um, and, and, you know, the, the challenge that I have being on this side of it is I know like you knew, right? And all my friends and those that care about me, my family that knew, even though they didn't know the big scope of it, they knew the little piece that I that they could see. But it is preventable. And it is something that can be corrected. People just need to be willing to look at that part of themselves that's suffering and just tweak it, just communicate, just be verbal and say, I have an issue that I need help with. Well, and that's that's a big place of vulnerability because we don't want to be judged. We don't want to be thought we're crazy. And, and let's face it, unfortunately, there is still a stigma around mental illness and mental illness has many, many different phases to it and degrees to it, but it's all, it's still like, Oh no, I'm okay. I'll be fine. Um, you know, being thought that you're crazy, being thought that you're weak. And especially for people who are uh, in the public eye and aren't all of us in the public eye these days, (laughs) you know, it's really true. Like nobody hides anymore. Um, Taking that step is vital. And it's, it's people such as yourself who have the courage to share your story that helps someone who's feeling down to, and reach out to someone that you know loves you. And, and I guess that, that's a place to start. So the first person that you really shared the depth of what you were experiencing, was who was that? Um, it was Nicole. And then I know you, Nicole, and Eileen Gottlieb. Beautiful were the three, and Shannon, Shannon Grounders. So there was four people. And I didn't tell all of it to anybody at first like I couldn't I didn't know how you you, you told a little piece here a little piece here because if you told everything wow what would I think <laughs> yeah and that's exactly that's a pattern and a pro, uh, that people go through as well because you're still trying to not be a hundred percent vulnerable uh, so what I heard is reach out to someone who knows lo- that you know loves you and even if you only share a little bit, that's the beginning of the opening of the door to your healing. Yeah. And what I'm getting a message that's really important to share too. It's interesting. Cause like life doesn't stop, right? Like you said, like nobody's immune to challenges. And even after all that, that I went through, there was more <laughs> stuff, right? Not, not more depression, but there was more stuff that happened. And thank goodness I had the strength and the courage because of what I had just been through it was almost like a cakewalk, like COVID. I'm not saying that it's not like a big deal. It is, but it's almost like, oh yeah, 
it's just another thing. Like once you get that, and, and this is where now I'm in the, the work that I'm doing is because I have experience with having the opposite. Like life can be so difficult and so up a hill, up a mountain, or we can flow with it and we can fly if we allow ourselves to be supported. Mm. So share some strategies, tips. There's someone watching right now that needs that upliftment, that needs to find a way to peace. What would you suggest for someone who's listening in right now? And is that person staring up at the, the ceiling? First breathe and like really feel it in your chest mm -hmm. and find three things that you're grateful for. And then when you find three, find another five. And for me, you know, breathing literally like in those moments and especially if a person is having anxiety attacks, which thank goodness I didn't have a lot of those, but I had a couple, I had one at your house. I remember. And, um, I was house sitting and I remember sitting on the couch and I didn't know what to do. And I was texting you and I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. My body was having a physical reaction and to just put the feet, put your feet on the ground, realize you're alive. And if you're alive, you're alive for a reason. Mm. And when you find out that reason, the whole world is. Yeah, which is what you've done in turning your messes into successes and now working with so many people to have them have internal peace. So if I was to kind of listen between the lines, would you say, internal peace is the source and solution that got you through this but being able to find that 100 percent, 1000 percent. so in the midst of a storm you know whether it's covid or a relationship breaking up or not having money like how where is peace inside of all that like i could just think like oh my god you know that everything's not go blah, blah 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 yeah i can breathe but the crab's still out there how does peace change that internal peace well it's definitely a mindset and i i think it's a choice mm -hmm. and that's where i think we as individuals we get to choose how we respond because we don't control what goes on around us we can't control other people we can't control other things we can't control the environment right we can control our beingness and our way of being in the world and in relationship and in even relationship with money mm -hmm. that is a huge one yeah yeah right so knowing that that we are responsible for everything that happens in our life and it's not responsible in a shame on you know shame on you you're responsible for this you made a mess it's like, oh, there's a mess. How do I take responsibility and clean this up regardless of whose fault it is? Mm -hmm. There's a mess on the floor. I don't want anyone to, to fall. I'm going to clean it up. I don't care if the neighbor did it or my parents did it or the dog or the cat. Who cares? 
let's clean it up. And I think that radical revolution of mindset of I'm responsible for everything and every everyone's place in the world it's just such a better way to live and that's why I love like the whole Pono work yeah you know that, that you teach and, and now I'm you know I it's funny because I've done trainings in it and I forget that I've actually been certified in this stuff because there's so many tools and techniques into are, the, it's great it's great little you know, so, yeah. I, I love what you just said about being responsible. So there's a mess on the floor. There's a mess in your life. And we could spend all our time being angry at what caused the mess or what made the mess. Or we can say, there's a mess there. What can I do to clean it up? And, and it just shifts everything in such a beautiful way. Awesome. All right. Well, we're coming up towards the end of our time together. I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about uh, your yoga that you've been doing because uh, I've recently, I've always wanted yoga. Like how many times did I make an appointment with you and cancel it? Like so many. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> All in due time. I know that was my own bracket. And um, so I've been following your practices that you're doing on your on Facebook and uh, I'm really loving the peace that yoga is bringing to my mind, my spirit, and my body. And until you've really gotten into it, like I'm surprised I could even say it that way, but it's really true, it's really true. So tell us what you're up to uh, for bringing more internal peace to people and how they can get in touch with you. Oh, I'd love to, uh, thank you. So right now I'm actually, I'm really enjoying it. I'm doing free yoga. 8.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time online, um, streaming on IGTV as well as Facebook, soon to be LinkedIn, just applied. And um, yeah, just serving people, you know, with the, the tools of mindfulness through yoga, meditation, breath work, and um, also putting together a 30-day program called the Internal Peace Revolution Journey. Ooh. That launches next month. Um, in just a few days, it's, or actually the end of next month, by the end of June, it'll be ready to go. And um, then there's a membership coming, which I'm super excited about. So that'll be coming out soon. And, uh, you know, I'm enjoying classes and courses that I'm putting together, helping people in business and personally helping people shift from overwhelmed and anxious to passionate and peaceful. Love it. Oh, it was shifting from overwhelmed and anxious to passionate and peaceful. I like that. Purposeful. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yep. Beautiful. All right, my friend. Thank you so much for taking time to bring us peace. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little more peaceful <laughs> uh, just being in your presence. So thank you so much, Regina. You know how much I love you. And thank you for sharing your truth and turning your mess into successes. Mm. Thank you, Nancy. I love you. And thank you so much, everyone, for being with us and, and listening. Tuning in. And Watching, yeah. Yep, giving yourself a little bit more internal peace. So I trust you enjoyed this week's episode of the Be Real, Get Real podcast. We'll be back next week. And until then, experience radical internal peace, just like mm -hmm. Regina talks about. Have a great day, my friend. Bye, everybody. Bye, Regina. Bye. Thank you.